Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56 yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Honey, I Covered the Spread. It is another week. We are in a drought with no guests, so it's just me and Foley again. I cannot believe Mm. nobody wants a free T-shirt. Foley, I got slaughtered on Sunday. I don't know about you. I mean, what is going on right now? I, to be honest with you, I don't know how I did on the pod picks. I don't think great, but... um... Overall, good Sunday for me. Uh, I've big to live betting this year, uh, and it's been it's been working for the most part. Uh, I don't know if it's going to last the whole year, but basically, just like the, those dogs of like plus four and a half, plus three and a half, they get scored on early, and you can grab them plus seven and a half. Uh, similar to like the Saints a couple of weeks ago against the Bucks, those type of situations uh, they seem to be just kind of playing out perfectly, where they they go down early and then you grab them, but um. Good overall for me personally. It was a uh, a bloodbath though, as far as the faves go. It was the yes. first weekend I think that uh, you know you get the whole like NFL is unpredictable type of thing. Um, the Broncos over Cowboys. It was shocking, but I do think the Cowboys were the better team that day. The the, the Bills loss though to me I thought was was crazy. That that was definitely I, I think the, the the only one the only outcome that I thought was truly crazy. Uh, what do you think? You, you think Titans was crazy? I didn't, you know, they're, they're six and they were six and two going into that game. Yeah, no, I, I, I was on the Titans plus seven and a half mm-hmm. just because I, 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 I'm not completely sold on the Rams still. And I don't know, the Titans just seem to be getting better every week. Yeah. You're right. right there's, there's six and two. One of the losses is to the Jets. Right. Their, their front, their front four is, are playing fucking lights out. The defense has really come around and it, it, Tannehill does not make a ton of mis- mistakes and they just seem, they just seem like a solid team again. And I'm just still not sold on the Rams. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so like I said, Titans went outright. Um, wasn't shocking. Uh, I don't the, the Broncos. It was surprising, but Broncos aren't a bad team. They're, they're over 500 as well. So I think, yeah. I think the, the, the big thing this year, and it's been true to it is if, if you have a team laying a, a touchdown or more, you better have a good team playing a bad team. And, and that kind of leads into tonight's game where I think you do have that. But, you know, you had the Rams laying more than a touchdown against the Titans. Those are two good teams. You had uh, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers laying more than seven against the Bears. Those are, those are two bad teams. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you can't justify laying these spreads with some of these teams, man. And you know, I was on the Titans and the Bears. Well, I was on Titans with you along, and I took Bears last second. And it's just like, you know, give me, give me the, give me the points. You, you can't, you know, you have to be a good, you have to be a, a, a good team to be laying a touchdown or more, in my opinion, playing a bad team. Yeah, I, I agree. And the the Bills' loss was insane to me. 
Yeah, that was crazy. Six points against Jacksonville off a of bye, right? The Bills were off a of bye. Yeah. Insane to me. They um, um they gotta uh they just don't know how to roll up the sleeves and just win a game. It, it feels like that offense, it's still it's trying to be like do you perfect. think that has to do with them having pretty much no ability to run the ball? I don't even think they have no ability to run it. Do they is it me or do they not even try? I don't think they even try. Right. And we talked about in the, in the preview going into this year how they've said as a front office on defense, they want to allow you to run because they feel like that puts them in a better position. So that has to mean they're not going to try to run. because they think, they think even attempting in a, run, uh, a rushing attempt is a net negative play. That's how they view it all. I don't agree with it. But, I mean, when you get a game like that on Sunday, you know, you're not going to be 100% every week. But those are the games where, okay, roll up the sleeves. We're going to pound the ball. We're the better football team. We're going to win this. And they just had Josh Allen running around for his life. Similar to what the Chiefs do, man, where it's like, you know, I don't care what the analytics say. Eventually, you got to just like, you know, hand the ball off and just be the better football team. And, you know, some, some of these guys just, you know, they, they refuse to do it. They, they, they swear by the numbers. But, you know, look what happens. I mean, that, that was pathetic. I mean, Josh Allen, 31 for 47, two interceptions, 264 yards. How are you 31 for 47, 264 <laughs> yards, and you score six points against the, one of the worst defenses in the league? I mean, so he had – Josh Allen had five rushing attempts. Singletary had six. Zach Moss had three. So mm-hmm. they had a combined 14, and almost half of those were from the quarterback. That's insane. And, and that's, that's, dude, that's unacceptable. I don't care what analytics say. It's unacceptable. Staley said it best when he said, sometimes you're not running to ball to get yards. It's to establish that physicality and establish that idea in the linebacker's heads and the D linemen's heads that you're going to get popped in the mouth every now and then. If you don't establish that, they're going to run crazy on you. And every time they drop back, they pin their ears back and they got it to the quarterback. And good for the Jags. I mean, they deserve the win. Because of the defense, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. One last thing before we move on from last week. Do you have anything to say about Tony Carrente and his crew in that Monday night debacle? Uh, I mean, like I said, I was on the Bears. It was by far, and, you know, we always talk about how I wish we could record in the moment because I was spewing venom. <laughs> just furious and even you know it's bad when you win your bet and you're still fuming about the the officiating it was by far the most one-sided officiated game i've ever seen it and i mean it's it i don't even know where to begin it, it started off with the, the the roughing the passers and mm-hmm. if you didn't watch it it started with there was a very wishy-washy one on ben on the steelers drive where it was kind of like a, as he was throwing, someone reached over the old lineman and kind of hit him, you know, in the shoulder area with a shove, called the roughing the passer where it shouldn't have been. And you're like, okay, that's a bad call, but whatever. The next possession, Justin Fields is absolutely decked, decked, like full on shoulder down, throwing him to the ground well after he threw the, threw the ball and no call. And then he has a great touchdown pass and they call this chop block, which to the oh. announcer's credit, they called out immediately that it was a bad call. And yep. you, know it, you know it's bad officiating when the announcers are flat out just talking about how bad the officiating is. 
and, and I respected it. I loved it. I, I give that whole ESPN crew credit because I, yeah, I liked how they explained the the rule too. They were like, right. it's supposed to be inside the tackle box, right? You right. can't. You they were all if that was on that. If that was on Sunday Night Football. Collins would have been like, uh, I don't know, and they would have moved on. It would have been nothing. But but the Monday Night Crew, I give them a lot of credit. They they really nailed it home. That it was horrible. You know, we don't even need to get the, the t- surprisingly the, the big controversial one was the the marsh taunting. Yeah, but just um, just before that one because that was on the same. It was not the the miss. There was two missed roughing the passer calls on right field. after that chop block, and yep. the ESPN crew was all over it again. Lewis Riddick was like, "How is this not a penalty?" Uh, the first one was Fields ran for a yard, kind of went down, like not facing the play. The guy launched himself. The guy the launched himself in the back of his head. No call. And then the one after that was was so late, and he threw him to the ground. It was yep. just such bullshit. Didn't call anything, dude. And it was crazy. And then the taunting, which in my opinion, I had the least amount of problem with that call out of all of the missed calls. Because <laughs> the taunting, when the you know Marsh makes a sack, and he does start running towards their sideline. Say what you want about the rule in general. I do think it's a little bit dumb. But you know, if you're going to give the officiating the judgment call of taunting, I do think kind of running to their sideline and nodding your head and then, you know, it wasn't. It was a slow walk. Just I hear you. No, no. I hear, like I'm saying. I don't agree with it. But out of the all all the other missed calls, yeah, I had the least amount of problem with that one because when you give judgment calls like that, you could say, okay, I could see how you can interpret that as like a little bit of taunting. The hip out. And then drawing contact and throwing the flag, that was bizarre. Something was going on, dude. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I hate people who say that. Like, and I hate, you know, it's rigged. I was texting you that night. It, that was one of the first times I've ever watched an NFL game. Because I bitch about officiating all the time. You get it one bad call on a big spot and you feel like it's rigged. This was throughout the entire game, dude. Just no calls for the Bears, phantom calls for the Steelers. And then the Steelers still needed a field goal to pull it out at home at the end. I feel bad for Fields because he did it. He 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 was the highest rated quarterback by PFF this week. That last is, drive was awesome, dude. He was incredible. Mm-hmm. It, he was absolutely incredible. And we talked about uh, Wilson against the Titans that one week. Mm-hmm. We saw it on Monday night with Fields, where you yep. see the ceiling and you're like, "Holy yep. shit!" Yep. And, and and you know you wonder how the fuck. First of all, I wonder how the Niners went with Trey Lance over this kid. Uh, you know, not nothing against Trey Lance, but. You know, if you were to throw a guy like Fields into that offense, which is way more set up to succeed now than uh, the Bears are, the Bears have a joke of an old line, a joke of a, uh, a receiving core, um, joke of a coach, joke of a coach, joke of a GM, joke of a, joke of a franchise. Yeah. So it was, um, it was bad, dude. And, and to even give him more credit, the game started off with they go three and out, shank the punt, short field for Pittsburgh, they score. Then on the kickoff, they had this motherfucker, Grant, who keeps returning the ball out of the end zone. He gets stopped at the 10-yard line. Next play is a fall, a legal formation because Nagy runs some – he ran some crazy fucking thing on second down that where guys are moving all over the place. A legal formation, they're at their own five-yard line. You're giving a rookie quarterback with no weapons, no O-line against one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best. And off a touchdown by the other team, he's starting at his five-yard line, dude. You know how big, like that, that the Patriots would never, Mac Jones would never start his own five yard line, dude. Yeah. And it, it's just, you know, you, you get, you really, it really makes you wonder how many quarterbacks just fail in this league and it's not even their own doing. It's just their, the, the, the franchises they end up on. Yeah, I'm sure it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Probably, you know, if you had to give me a percentage, I would say probably like 50. 
Yeah, 50, maybe a little less, but yeah, I would agree with that. It's such a tough position. If you're not set up to succeed, I mean, you got, oh, you got no chance. No, it's crazy. But um, we'll get into into it here. I'm going to I'm going to try to tee you up here on the, this slate. Uh, I don't expect to have many bets currently. There's a lot of uh, moving pieces here with these games. Uh, it's an ugly slate. As it well. is. It's, it's another one of those ugly, ugly slates. Like just like two weeks ago, where we both had very uh, small amount of plays. But we'll start off here. We got Miami tonight hosting Baltimore. Miami, I'm seeing still hasn't announced who's starting. Have you seen anything? They, uh, it's still game time decision for Tua. That makes me think he's not playing. Uh, but who knows? So we got Lamar. Uh, they're laying eight and a half at Miami with a total of 46. C Mac, what do you got here? Do you think if you're Miami, what, what's your thought process on Miami if you're, if you're a fan? In terms of Tua? In terms of the team, which seemed like they were about to like really, you know, take that next step this year, and they've regretted it one step forward, three steps back this year? Yeah, I would be very, very discouraged right now. <clears throat> they look, uh, the defense is awful. That's the bad, that's the really important thing, I think, because the defense right. should have been a, a, a sure thing, I would think. And they and they look good week one against the pass, and then the wheels just completely came off. Mm. Defense looks awful too. Uh, it, it just with with two, I just I mean Herbert was there, right? You never want to look back and say, uh, you know, we could add Herbert. Oh, Jay Herbo. Uh, it's just it just seems like he's not gonna. He almost just seems like a game manager, right? And. Mm-hmm. But a game manager that has that one or two just awful throws in them, which is not what you want. Um, the, the whole team just – you're right. This was supposed to be – you know, they had a good season last year. They played hard, and now this year, they're, what are they, two and seven? I mean, with in, in a very bad AFC East. Well, I shouldn't say very bad, but because the Patriots have come on as of late. But, yeah, it just – I mean, they didn't even look – I know Brissett was playing, but – if Tyrod Taylor didn't throw three picks, I mean, Texas yep. probably win that game. So, yep, does not look good right now. I don't have a play on this game right now, but I would I would lean Baltimore and probably a Baltimore team total over. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Lamar Jackson's averaging 351 yards a game. I think that's more than like almost half the teams in the NFL, which is just insane. We've said it before. The Ravens love to beat up on teams that suck which Miami is right now. Um, yeah, short week. I'd take Harbor over Flores right now, so I, I lean the Ravens here. I think there's supposed to be storms, though, so you would think that probably probably favors the Ravens here because they can run the ball so well, but um, we'll see. I, I would lean Ravens here, and I don't, I don't, I don't know about props, man. I got to see what this rain's doing. Yeah, the good thing you mentioned the rain because I did not know that. I uh, my first instinct is definitely going to be teasing them down. I'm going to tease Baltimore here. I'll find another leg for them. I lean Baltimore laying the points. Uh, and the the problem with this Miami team, I, you know, I love Xavier Howard. I think he's the real deal. I, I like Jones. I didn't love the deal he got, but I like hit the player. Um, they're banged up, man. I I can't help but think they are just playing at like sixty percent. 
because they're letting up a lot of big plays and they're not playing to the, 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 the level that we know them to. And we know they missed a few games, so they're susceptible. I was leaning Hollywood Brown overs because that defense is prone to big plays this year. So I was leaning longest reception over uh, receiving yards over. Um, with that rain, though, I'm, I'm not going to make that official yet. I, I'll tweet it out if it's official. It actually but, looks um, like it's just – looks like it's kind of clearing up. Uh, there's like a 20% chance throughout the game of, of rain. So, I mean, you never really know with Florida. Right. That's fine, though, as long as it's not like a storm. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so I got. I'm gonna have to pull those numbers. I'll tweet that out. I'll be on Hollywood Brown props, but ultimately, I think that um, you know, I don't think two is so much a game manager. I just think he's really, really having a hard time reading things down the field and just having a hard time reading the play. And you know, we talked about it going into this year. It, they came into this year with five offensive linemen who were either in their first or second year. Man. And that never works. They were horrible last year. They're horrible this year. You have a young quarterback trying to, who clearly is trying to learn the game. You don't have time to do it. It's similar to Fields in a way. And it's just like, I feel for him. Uh, you know, he looks broken a little bit when he throws, but you know, th- those mid to intermediate routes are, are money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be on Hollywood Brown to- uh, props. I'll tweet out exactly which ones. I will be teasing the Ravens down. And I just want to mention that last week I was on gas. What I say going into that Texans game, I go, Flores is going to try to grind out this win. I was all over that. I go, they need a win bad. He's a defensive-minded coach. He's going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. They ran the ball with Gaskin over 20 times, dude. And I had over 50 rushing yards. Guess how many yards he ended up with after with, with 22 total rushes? Uh, wasn't it like 39? I think it was 34. Oh, goodness. 34, he averages 1.5 yards per carry. I catch the hell. Um, if you told me that a guy's going to get the ball over 20 times, rushing attempts, and the total is 50, I would take that every day of the week. It didn't work out for me, but um, that just shows how bad that fucking old line is. Let me, let me ask you this, and this is a serious question. If you, if you yourself right now mm-hmm. got 22 carries in an NFL game, Behind like how many a, yards you get? How many yards do you think you could get? Forty. I I don't I don't think that's that's too crazy. Forty. You just like run two yards, hit the hit the hole, and and, and just kind of that's fall less down than two forward. yards a carry. Yeah. Just run straight forward, even just fall forward. Yeah. Thirty-five at the worst, dude. I'm not getting. You know what it is? I'm not. I'm not looking for the home run. I ain't. I ain't playing. I ain't right. dancing back there. I'm You're not, not dancing, bro. You're hitting north south runner, dude. Get downhill. Now, to be realistic, if, if I was given 20 rushing attempts, we have to take injuries out of the equation. Yeah, yeah. Now we're taking injuries and we're taking like stamina. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting, equation. I'm getting more than 34. I promise you. I promise you. Um, but yeah, that I, that and what sucks is, dude, that might have been my best handicap of the year. Yeah. Well, I mean, besides my, besides my Elijah Moore and Denzel Mims props, yeah, anyway. that's fair. That's fair. Um, because I bet you Gaskin has never gotten the ball more. I, I bet you that was the most carries had in the game this year. Um, I'm gonna pull. Yep, yep. He that was the first time he cracked twenty. Yeah, of course, because I was going against him in fantasy. We just nine, start five, props of people I'm going against in fantasy. Nine five thirteen two five five fifteen twelve twenty two. Like the first time he's cracked 20. So it was literally my best handicap of the year. And I catch a fat L. So just shows that sometimes, you know, it is gambling, but let's keep moving here. 
Jacksonville at Indy. Jacksonville coming off that big win. Indy coming off another big win against the Jets. They absolutely dominated them. They are laying 10 points with a total of 47 and a half. C-Mac, it feels like it's kind of a little bit of a buy high on both teams, maybe coming off some impressive yeah. win. Um, Ken, it, it, with a spread like this, it really comes down to, is Indy good enough to, to step on the throat here against them? No. I don't, I don't think so either, but I would lean Indy personally. What about you? Uh, I am on the under here. Oh, you're, you're on the under. Okay. I am on the under. Um, Indy likes to run the ball to let Carson Wentz take some shots downfield. Jaguars are actually pretty decent at stopping the run. They're allowing 103 yards per game. So I think they will have some success there in that regard. Jags can't really, I mean, they fucked for nine points last week. So let's root for a low scoring game. Also, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this factor into it. Carson Wentz and his wife are expecting their second child any day now. Okay. okay. He said that he will be playing no matter what. He's already discussed it with his wife, even if she goes into labor during the game. Now. Love that. If she's going into labor during the game or anywhere near that game, even if it's going to be in the back of Carson Wentz's mind, mm. you don't think he's going to be telling Frank Wright, yo, my wife's in labor. Let's get this game over as quickly as possible. No, I like that. I like that angle. I would, once again, Back to first two games on the slate, you've given me valuable intel. I did not know that. I did not know it might rain tonight. Um, I agree with you. It's funny because I would lean over because based off what we saw with that indie team last week, and we know what the Jag, what kind of, you know what the Jags do. But um, I have nothing here. If anything, maybe tease Colts down because I do. I don't see that the Jags winning back to back weeks, especially yeah, now they're on the road. Especially uh, on the road, yeah. How about this six and a half point teaser? I'm going to take Baltimore down to minus two, and I'm going to take. Um, Indy down to minus two and a half. That's my first teaser. Love it. Um, but good, that's good stuff on Wentz. I, I, I had no idea. And that, yeah, no matter what you say. Now, the thing is, the tricky thing for you is which way is it going to go? It's on his mind. Is that motivation or is that distraction? You never know. Um, no, well, it's not, we, we, no, it's not motivation. What is he going to want to fucking have a great day? Son, as make it worth it that he's missing it? I don't know. Ah, no. Hey, Come boys. On. Hey, you're in the huddle. You're in the huddle, right? Me and you get in the huddle, and I go, hey, you know, my son was just born. You're telling me you're not giving a little bit extra for me out there? Uh, what, was he going to fucking... <laughs> hand the ball off quicker to Jonathan Taylor. I mean, come on. Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the league right now, by the way. Yes, he is. That man now that Derrick Henry's hurt, yes. Yes, yes, of course. Um, and De- Dalvin Cook is beating people up. But we don't get into Yeah, he's up. getting beat up. Dude. Oh, he's getting beat up now? I I was sure originally that he was getting beat up. This chick was like... <laughs> she was exactly in, what a pussy. If yeah, yeah, I know. They should suspend him for being a pussy, dude. <laughs> Oh man, this chick that. was in the military. They had like a, oh. like a thing, and then like she came, she like broke into his house, and like oh. I think she wanted to beat up like who he was seeing at that point, and then it just was a free for all, apparently. Oh my lord! Yeah. Um, so I mean, you, you Dalvin Cook, you're in the huddle, right? With Kirk Cousins, he's like, I'd do release I, him. I do I hand him. it off to a guy that got beat up by a chick? Yeah, or I do I? Him. Yeah, I, I, I could. And we don't. We don't. We don't want to downplay domestic violence to either jo- uh, gender, not genre, 
either gender, but um, that guy's got issues. Did you see the DMs? Yeah. Oh yeah. So his nickname, his nickname's the Chef. Who the fuck's First calling all, on that? Multiple things on that screenshot. Very rarely in situations like that do I see and read things and laugh out loud. <laughs> but her sending a selfie, uh, and you know, I really hope it doesn't come across the wrong way. But her her sending a selfie of herself, and it clearly shows evidence that he hit her, and her being like, you know, I have to hide so this I can heal. Well, and well, that's if, if 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 that's if he was the one that hit her. Yeah, right. But but no. But his response was, "I'm sorry for that." <laughs> yeah if, again if this is a doctor at all yeah i mean that's pretty right, right, right. the way like it, it just it shows how out of touch people are with reality where something that serious happens look what you did i am sorry for that and i will accept whatever the like he was acting as if like he like had a fender bender and drove off but like, he didn't beat this like, or once again assuming everything that is being portrayed but his response if that is to your point i guess i didn't think about whether or not it was doctored if that is the true messages that guy is whacked he's got cte up the ass because yeah. he like you can't like imagine doing something horrible and then just being like i'm sorry like i i i apologize i, I will write my wrongs like it's just i will just, write my wrong come back <laughs> just the way his whole tone was fucking hysterical assuming it was you know true but yeah. um I just, just couldn't believe he called himself the cook. The chef. I mean, the yeah, chef, yeah. I just showed the CTE is just seeping through his veins at this point. Dallin, <laughs> the chef, cook. Let, I mean, your last da- name's cook already, dude. You're not let, a chef. Come on. He tweeted, he tweeted, let Dalvin eat. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's Zeke's thing. That's not your thing. So, but anyway, we got the, let Dalvin the, in the Let Dalvin in the kitchen. Yeah, I can't take the heat out of the kitchen. Pat's hosting the Browns. Pat's are laying two and a half, total of 45. Uh, last I saw was Chubb has COVID, but he is vaccinated. So if he, he uh, has two negative tests, which I'm thinking he should, um, he should play. But now the lines tick back up to closer to three. So I don't know if he is. Um, I was leaning Browns early on, but with, with with all this shit, man, the Browns just constantly have issues. I'll probably stay away. Uh, I've been making money on New England the past few weeks. Uh, I was a big believer in Mac Jones, big believer in. I know you like McDaniels. I shouldn't say I'm a believer in McDaniels, but I, you know, Belichick, everyone's a believer in. Uh, been been uh, cash cow with them the last few weeks. So uh, do you have anything here? No, not much. I mean, yeah, Patriots easy last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Anytime you get Belichick against Darnold, you take it. Um, yeah. I was I was with you in that camp of leaning, leaning the Browns, but this Chubb thing scares me a little bit. Uh, I was on the Bengals heavy last week, so I got served a little slice of humble pie by by Baker and the boys. Mm. But yeah, it feels, it, like a, it feels like a similar game, by the way. I, I was actually thinking does. that it feels like it's not going to be close. One of these sides is going to be the better side, similar to last week, and they're going to run away because neither one of these teams are built to play from behind. Yeah, agreed. Very much in agreement. Um, I did see a stat. I think that. The Patriots are 0 and 2 or 0 and 3 against a team that is like top 10 in rushing. Okay. Which, which the Browns are. I think it was the Cowboys they lost to and um, one other team I can't remember at the moment. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do, I, I think I might be buying into the Browns without OBJ. Like the shackles mm. have come off. It's, it's time to just play football. I think I might be buying into that. I think I'll, I'm not going to take anything, but I would lean Browns here. 
Fair enough. We'll move on to Atlanta at Dallas. Dallas is laying nine points with a total of 54 and a half. I have nothing here, man. I, I, um, I would be in Atlanta. Um, whenever you have a spread seven or more, you know, it gets very fishy. I just want no part of Atlanta though. Uh, cashed on, what was it? Saints live last week, but uh, Atlanta played very well. Do you have anything here? Um, I'm leaning over and the Falcons just because I like when the overs are like 54 Mm. and the Falcons, because I'm going against Matt Ryan in fantasy. So I'm sure he's going to light it up. Uh, but no, not much here. I, I don't. I don't think the Cowboys should be laying that many points, though. I will say that. Right, right. It, it almost feels like one of. The, it feels like one of those games, and uh, hopefully we can clip this next week. Feels like a game that Cowboys don't deserve to cover, but a late garbage time TD gets them to cover, and it's just like what? Like, it feels like one of those games, right? They don't deserve to be laying those points. I agree, hundred percent. But because they laid the same amount last week against probably a better team, it just it, it, something's going to happen. I, I have that feeling. Last week, it went from 80% on them laying 10 points to 52% taking them this week. You know, maybe a little bit of an over, uh, too much of an overreaction, if you believe in that kind of stuff. But um, I agree with you on both the over and the, uh, uh, the, the uh, I'm sorry, the Falcons. I'm going to skip the next game because it's the game we're going to, and we'll, we'll, we'll focus that at the end so we can spit it all out here. Tennessee hosting New Orleans. Uh, Tennessee is laying three, and the total is 44 and a half. Trevor Simeon is announced he's going to start again. And I think Taysom Hill is, is technically like healthy. I yeah, he played last just, week. Yeah, he's kind of just being benched. I have, you know, I, I, I want to say the Saints are a well run franchise and I like Sean Payton, but then there's shit like this where, 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 you know, first of all, you're bringing in, not that Jameis is horrible, but you bring in Jameis, you assign Taysom Hill to a big deal. And I don't know what the fuck they're doing. It feels like they are almost, they're just like trying to get too fancy with things. And now you're stuck here with a team who's probably not a legit Super Bowl contender, even though that defense is legit. Um, didn't look great last week. They're going up against a super hot Tennessee team who I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think so highly of, I would lean Saints getting three here. Honestly, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I am on the Saints getting three here. Okay. I, I think it's almost a letdown for Tennessee. I feel um, there was a, there was just a ton of of hype build up to that Sunday night matchup, and and yeah, they obviously showed off there. But Saints coming off that that very tough loss to the Falcons when they put up twenty two in the fourth quarter for no fucking divisional reason. divisional game though too. So that's that's the thing that people forget is that even though there's a good team playing a shit or you know a quote unquote good team playing a shit team quote unquote shit team. Divisional games can get hairy, so I don't put too much into that. Similar to your, I'm gonna, you know, I'll, I'll take Saints with you. I'm gonna ride it with you because to your point, I, I think, you know, Saints are a good football team, uh, and um, catching three points here, I think this is a 50-50 game. Not to come let, me, let me hit you with the stat too. The Saints this year okay. are one and four against the spread as a favorite. They okay. are three and zero against the spread as an underdog. Yeah, and they like won that. all three games as an underdog actually. So I like that. I like that. I, I like I like the idea of Sean Payton having a week to prepare yep. against that Tennessee defense. Yep. Um, you know, as good as McVay is, I do think you know he, he he's fairly new to the scene, right? What is he on year four or five? Like, you know, it's not he doesn't have like a long tenured. Sean Payton's seen the shit. He'll make sure to get that win. 
I like them and even money line. I would sprinkle the money line a little bit. That seems like a game they, they pull out there. Um, that defense is legit. Yep. Uh, love the Lattimore against AJ Brown matchup, probably the best matchup per receiver versus corner of the week. And, um, you know, I, I think AP looked horrible last week, to be honest. Yeah. I was on the, oh, yeah. <laughs> he did not look good. And they're going to keep feeding him. So if you're going to play that game, give me the team with the better running back and, and you know, the better coach, in my opinion. Yep. Um, although I will say Rabel deserves so much credit, man. He's not one of those sure. offensive analytical guys, but hey, man, wins are wins and the guy gets fucking wins. So I think it's about time to put some respect on that guy's name, yep. which means he's going to get smoked because every time we give someone credit, they get fucking they smoked. Get smoked. <laughs> so it's usually like a week. Good. Like, so he'll get smoked this week and that'll have another great win. Next yeah. Week. Yeah. And we'll hop back on the t- Titans bandwagon. Yep. Um, we'll keep on moving. We got Washington hosts in Tampa or a little rematch from last year's wild card matchup. I believe it was. Yep. Um, Tampa is laying nine and a half, which is shocking. And that has not ticked up 10 yet. And this feels very similar to that Cowboys spread last week, because it feels like, you know, it, there's enough money in action to get them up to 10, which is obviously a key number. It's not hitting it. And there's a total of 51 and a half CMEC. I have nothing here. What do you have? Are you, I... stones? I, I have nothing. I don't have the stones. I don't know why this isn't 10 at least. Yeah. Bucks coming off a bye. Washington sucks. Uh, the, the average quarterback rating against Washington this season is 108, which is the second worst in the league. I mean, mm-hmm. Brady coming off a bye with this. I don't know why it's not 10. I'm not taking the bait. I'm not touching this game. Something's wrong, right? Yep. Maybe over and just protect yourself, like right? I mean, Tampa's going to put up points, so why, you know what I mean? If anything, the only way Washington covers is if Heineke is slinging that fucking thing, which maybe they're getting to a point, you know, we talked about maybe they were getting conservative because they wanted to try to win games. There are lost causes here, Washington. Yeah, so maybe I got to go like, for it. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> go crazy. Maybe the over, if anything, there. But I agree with you. I'm the same exact boat. It should be more than 10. I don't like fishy lines. I don't like laying more than seven points. Miss me with all that. Um, I will be teasing them down though. Uh, seven point, seven point <laughs> teaser. I will, I will be finding another leg there, but I will be teasing them down. I, I, I think for now, I'm kind of looking around. I'm not seeing anything that I love, so we'll see. But decent teaser, like maybe with the the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, but we'll move on. We got, we got about seven games left. We got Detroit with Goff at the helm going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is laying eight and a half. Once again, I don't, I don't get it, but total 42 and a half. I personally cashed out on the bears last week. I'm not going to just go back to the well here because I feel like every time I, I think I bet on Detroit twice this year and lost. Um, Goff stinks, man. He stinks out loud. There's, there's no debating that that team stinks out loud. I, the longer this we get into the season, the less of the whole motivational thing from Campbell, who I do give a lot of credit I think the less it kind of plays a part because you're just getting worn down. Um, so I would actually lean Pittsburgh here, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, you know what? I'll tease them. That's what I'm going to tease with uh, Tampa. Tampa-Pittsburgh teaser. I think you just have a, a way better team, way more physical team, better coach team, uh, just across the board. And like I said, that whole motivational like thing that, that was working and they were playing super hard, it's going to start to fade, man. I think it might be time to start really taking advantage of uh, going against Detroit. All right. Fair enough. Now, however, I am on the Lions plus okay. eight and a half. Okay. Don't really know. I why. can't argue it. I can't I don't argue really it. love it. Just 
don't really like the Steelers. It just seems like a lot of points. Short week for the Steelers. Lions coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. Although we have seen this year that teams come off a bye almost are worse. But yeah, yeah. I just like the Lions. I, I mean, I just like Dan Campbell. So I'm just going to keep supporting him in, in, in ways that will probably lose me money. But yeah, give me the Lions here. That's fair. I can't take this that. next game. I think it is. All right. Next up, it's a good game, though. Uh, also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip. I'm going to skip Chargers Vikings. So I want you to talk about that one. I'm going to go on to uh, Arizona Panthers. <laughs> uh, Arizona is hosting Carolina undecided who is the quarterback for Arizona. I would have to think it's probably not Murray if it hasn't been announced by now. Um, the only reason he would play is for MVP consideration, which maybe, you know, that would be shocked if that's what Cliff Kingsbury and co are thinking about. But we got P.J. Walker under center for Carolina, who has just looked, I think we said last week, he's negative 90 rated by football outsiders, which is the worst player rating I've ever seen, even though it has been a small sample size. As of right now, Arizona is laying 10 with a total of 44. I have nothing. I, if anything, I would lean under here because I do think that, uh, that Carolina defense does grind it out. And that Arizona D, for the most part, we saw that you can get bullied uh, based on what we saw from the Packers, I could see Carolina going a heavy McCaffrey game. Uh, maybe McCaffrey props, they're going to be high, but you know, just give McCaffrey the ball, run it three times. And even if he, I think with PJ Walker under center, based on where the Panthers are at, I will take my chances with three separate plays to McCaffrey every drive and bank on that getting a first down than having PJ Walker drop back. Will they do it? I don't know, but I, I would lean under there and, um, Lean the Panthers as well. You know what? This seems like one of those fight, you know, one of those feisty games. I feel like there's a big overreaction when the quarterback's out. But yeah, um, I, I agree. I would lean the Panthers here. Yeah. It feels always that overreaction where, you know, and even I fall victim to it. With yeah. San Fran and fucking Murray out last week, where San Fran, the most embarrassing performance of the year. Yeah, Jesus Christ. They suck. Shanahan's on the hot seat. Um, yeah, we, we, we said it first. Yeah, we, we, did. Said it first. we did. We said it first. That guy is fucking a disgrace. The um, I don't think like Darnold, uh, rather PJ Tucker replacing Darnold is that much of a difference. Like you, I don't think you can get much worse than Darnold. So I almost think PJ Tucker is probably like an upgrade at the very mm-hmm. least to the team and in the locker room. Like okay, yeah, maybe we can pass the you know maybe he won't throw fucking three picks. So yeah, I would I would lean that, but I'm gonna stay the fuck away from this one. Why, you know, why are the Panthers paying Cam Newton $10 million? Yeah. I don't know. I'm a Cam fan too, but I, I don't, at this point, I don't know what the point is. Um, I don't know. I just don't get similar, similar with the Jets. I don't know how you go into a year so like unsure of your immediate backup. <laughs> like This is the NFL. This is football where guys get hurt. Like the Jets had Mike White, but clearly felt we're not confident enough to not give up a pick for Joe Flacco, who doesn't even dress. And clearly with P.J. Walker, you have to be confident in your backup. There are so many guys out there that are available veterans. Like Trevor, Even Trevor Simeon was the third stringer. I would rather a guy like that step in than P.J. Walker, who, from what we've seen, has been, oof. But they finally get to game plan with him. So to your point, maybe that's a sneaky little play there. Little Carolina getting more than 10. Get the game plan for him, a lot more speed, uh, maybe RPOs. Perhaps um, with the I'm first team put, all practice, yeah, all practice week. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to put my money on it, but I wouldn't <laughs> me neither. But 
Uh, I'm going to quickly bring up this game. I don't, Rodgers is a maybe. I still believe he's, he, he could possibly miss, uh, miss time. He is minus three and a half, and uh, they're at home with a total of 49. Russ is back. It's probably the biggest game of the week. I just, you know, to ignore all that shit, I, you know, we don't have to get into all that crap going on with him. But do, do you have anything on that game? I, I haven't looked into it yet just because I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't really have a. It, it's such a weird situation. I mean, it, like, it, is he going to be back? Is Russ going to be back? Like, is this going to be Russell Wilson versus Rodgers? Like, or is it going to be Geno Smith versus Love? Like, <laughs> Russ is back. So Russ is confirmed. He's definitely back playing. Definitely back. That Russ is definitely back. Rodgers is not. Um, also, do you see a Lazard got hit with a fine? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, so what a was, ricochet he, there. He was doing the same shit, I'm assuming. I don't even know. Has to be because it was the identical fine to Rogers, but that cracked me up. <laughs> Bob's up on the bottom of the ticker. It's like, oh, I got you know, yeah. <laughs> Um, I know it's a, it's such a big game, and I wish we had I had more to say. I just I haven't looked into it because I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know how the the, the team and franchise is going to bounce back from it. Um, I would lean Seattle. Yeah, catch same. a three and a half. Um. That seems more like a prop. You know, we'll, we'll tweet something out like at four o'clock just to figure out what the what the fuck is going on with all that shit, man. Um, yeah, very like, strange game. I, I, like I would lean Seattle the entire yeah. way, even if Rogers is playing. Which I think, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, with what obviously bumped a lot of more, right? Or you think this three and a half is with? No, that's that that's assuming he's one hundred percent playing. But for yeah. what he said on that that interview was that it's still he hasn't been fully cleared yet. No, um, because and, you need, and they're not going to give him any shortcuts at this point, right? And you need, if you're unvaccinated, it's at least days. two weeks or oh, ten days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think it should be an issue, but I think it will be in that in that Packers locker room to a certain extent. I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we'll move on. Chargers hosted Mini. This is this is personally my favorite play uh, game of the week. Um, it seems like the Chargers have a ton of touch, tough matchups every week. They're yeah. currently laying three with a total of 53 C-Mac. How about we just keep this short quick? We'll be on the over. Can I, can I, can we? Let's I, I want to take it. Yeah, yeah should we just take overs, it? Dude. Should we just take mini? it, bro? All right. Let's Chargers, just... Chargers and Mini have been cash cows with the over, unless I'm, unless I'm. Mistaken. I know, but th- no, until the, yeah. You know what it was? It was a fucking Cowboys game that just. Yes, yes. I was so fun, dejected yes. from it. There you're was right. no punch. There was no punch. I know you're so right. You're it right. was all all couldn't convert in the red zone. But yeah, oh, Chargers man. last week went over. Chargers against Pats went over. Chargers against Ravens did not. They put up a stinker. Chargers Browns went over. Chargers I mean, went over. Can teams. we just can we pat ourselves on the back here because I think our analysis and our prediction for Minnesota and Baltimore was just so fucking on. spot on. Yeah, I added mini plus seven and a half. I don't know if you saw the tweet. I did see that. So well yeah. done there. Um, that line got, I was like, I did a double take. I was like, I, I get the whole like Baltimore, like, you know, run you out of the building, but whew, that was, that was seven and a half. Once again, like when you're laying more than a tutty, you better be playing a shit team and Vikings are not a shit team. Her cousins is not here for that bullshit Vegas. No. All right. No, no, sir. This is, this should be a pretty good game though. You're right. Yeah. He should, I think they fall. What, what's so good about this over is no matter which team falls behind early, they're fucking slinging it. Like yeah. the, the, this Vikings offense, dude, they're legit when they throw the ball. 
It's just they have Mike Zimmer, who I do like him as a coach, but you know, it's like if you let if you let this guy throw the ball with those weapons, I, I really like what they got going on there. Um, Jefferson, Jefferson is so fucking good, so good. Thielen's still so good. We forget. Yeah, how good I, he I know he's he always flies under the radar. He's great. Even Conklin and all the cats, uh, they're great. But um, three games here. We got to wrap this up. I got uh, Philly going to Denver. Denver is laying two and a half, total of 45. I am a Philly stand. I have been. I took them live last week. I had nothing on the pregame. Um, I'm taking the over here, man. 45 is too low. I I'm, Miss me with that Denver D. I think Philly can do enough to move the ball. They have a mobile quarterback. Um, Dak doesn't like to run the ball, really. I wouldn't really call him a mobile quarterback. He has the ability to scramble, but I wouldn't consider him a threat. Would you agree with that on the ground? Yeah, yeah. Um, Hertz will run. I think Philly is going to scheme it up to move it around, run the ball, um, run with him, I'm sorry, run with the quarterback and then, and then throw it downfield. And the other side of the ball, I just don't like that Philly D. That Philly D, they, they, they rush five and try to, you know, they don't really mix anything up. They just continue to do the same thing all game. And that's what kills them at the end of games is that it's eventually they, they teams pick it apart. And last week, you know, I really thought that was a spot they should, they could have beat the chargers and just, you know, by the end of the game, Herbert knew, you know, Herbert and co knew what to do. They got it done. And uh, this week for a total of 45, I would expect more of a, a 27, 24 finish here. Um, I would lean Philly, but I'll just take the over here. Yeah, I would lean Philly. Uh, this is a goofy ass matchup in the words of Kadarius Tony. Mm. Uh, I don't really much. I would lean Philly though. They're three two against the spread on the road. They seem to they seem to play better on the road, honestly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I'm I'm not sold on Denver. Yeah, they just fucking blew out the Cowboys, but I still think they're pretty bad. Divisional last two games, the primetime games are divisional matchups. We got the Raiders hosting the Chiefs. The Chiefs are laying two and a half, man. Who would have thought we'd see the day? Total of 51 and a half. I mean, I'm not touching this as of now. I might, I might get involved come, you know, Sunday night. Are right, did you rip the did you rip it with the Chiefs? Is it, I mean it feels like that's the only way to play it, which feels wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm not touching this either right now. Yeah. I how think far the Raiders. Come, were, how far we've come. I know. <laughs> I, I feel like the Raiders were looking ahead to the Chiefs mm-hmm. losing and losing to the Giants. They also um, outplayed the Giants, just not to Yes, they did. They did. For the box where they outplayed them. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think Carlson missed the 25 yard field goal. So mm-hmm. that's all you need to know about that. Uh, and the Chiefs are just. The Chiefs right now, not touching them with a 10-foot pole. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably touch them, actually, come Sunday night. But as of right now, I'm not touching them with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. See, and, you know, this uh, good teaser spot for me at the Raiders, if you feel like fucking yes. – we, we know Chiefs don't cover seven-point spreads when they deserve to be that type of favorite. So, yeah. nonetheless, you know, so maybe that's a really good teaser like there. And finally, the Monday night game, I am so – fucking sick of the 49ers i cannot pick them correctly dude there's never been a team that i'm just more out of touch with when i bet on them they put up a zero when i fade them they look amazing they are catching four at home divisional matchup against the rams who were a big letdown last week both of these guys were let down last week if i bet the rams niners are going to run for 500 yards if i bet the niners rams are going to win by 30 c mac the the floor is yours with this one 
I, dude, I, I feel the exact same way. <laughs> I, I, I was, ve- I, I actually did not take the Niners last week. I was so fucking close. I was so happy I didn't. I was oh, took live. Like, took live. Oh man, I was yeah. live like three times. Seven and a half. Oh. <laughs> Plus seven and a half against Cole McCoy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm always on the wrong side. Uh, there, there, there needs to be a point where the media starts looking into Kyle Shanahan's record. He's had one winning season in five seasons. Why are we making him out to be? And I, and I've made him out to be a genius because I do think he is in terms of X's and O's, but this team stinks. Minus nine turnover ratio. I mean, they just got the fucking doors blown off by Colt McCoy and, and the, the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins didn't play either, right? Hopkins and Kyle were out. Oh, miss me with that bullshit. Nick Bosa, get your ass in the fucking (laughs) backfield and sack somebody. This is ridiculous. Um, I, I lean Rams here. I think the Rams, this is a get-right game for the Rams divisional game. I think McVay, prime time, again, the second week in a row. Stinker last week. This week he's going to want to fucking put on again. Um, so I like the Rams here, but I, I just can't bet these Niners games, dude. I can't do it anymore. I, I, you're right. We can't get on the right side of them. No, I agree. I agree. And, uh, uh, you know, like you said, a lot of turnovers last week, so I wouldn't be surprised if they bounce back this week. But I – um. I will say this, that we're pretty spot on when we do these pods where we get no credit for it on, on the record. But whenever we talk about live angles, I feel like we've been very spot on yeah. with, with how to bet games. And this is one of those games where it feels like you have two teams where you know immediately what you're getting out of them early on. After the first quarter, if, if the Rams look like they're the better team, I don't care if this, the live spreads minus seven and a half slam them if the if the if the Niners are up seven and they're minus seven and a half whatever slam them it feels like these teams it's either they have a good night or they don't and um so that's something to keep an eye on where you know whoever looks good at the first quarter as square as that angle looks it feels like the Rams don't know how to turn it on if if both these teams have a game plan going in and if those game plans work they look amazing if they don't they're fucked these teams don't make halftime adjustments by any means and this goes back to McVay at the Super Bowl at halftime against the Pats. They, they put up three points. He sticks to whatever guns he has before the game. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it works, it works. And same with Shanahan. Shanahan's got fucking five pad ends trying to block, wondering why it's holding calls every drive. Uh, so uh, he's just hoping to get a, a refing crew that won't call all of them. So I really think this is one of those games where whoever looks, whoever seems to be looking better early on, just ride that fucking wave. And I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'll tweet it out when I take them because I truly think that's the way to 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 go about any games with these two teams. I am in agreement. How are you feeling about Josh Allen MVP? Everyone's counting them out, which is hysterical to me. It's just so funny how the overreactions to 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 one game. Yeah, I mean, I'm still feeling pretty good about it. He'll be he'll be all right. Was, I mean, that was his first bad game, so let's yeah. let's let's everyone just calm down. All right. The honey, he still, threw for, two, he still threw for two hundred sixty-four yards, had fifty yards rushing. Like, come on, right. come they're on. all writing him off. It's hysterical to me, and it's funny because we talked about rather Stafford or Allen, and both of them fucking you know, quote unquote stinkers. But um, Stafford looked horrible. He has those games in him though, where he just looks yeah. fucking horrible. It's a long um, season. Yeah. All right, though that, that, that went better than I thought. Um, me and C-Mac. Oh, we even talk about the Jets. My God. Yeah, bro. Oh, Jesus Christ. Last game. Real quick. Uh, 
Yeah, we got the Jets here. Um, I was a little bit pissed when I first saw it. Spreads down to 12. Jets are catching 12. Mike White is the quarterback of the foreseeable future, it appears, according to Sala. Total of 48. We will have boots on the ground here. C-Mac, bring us out here. I am on the Jets. Mike okay. White, let's go. Plus 12 and a half. I got a bad number. Um, yeah, I'm on the Jets here just because we're going to game. <laughs> we, we got boots on the ground, bro. We're going to be tailgating all morning. Mike White's back. The locker room chants his fucking name every time he comes in. I mean, this team is ready to go. Zach Wilson's going to be watching. Joe Flacco's going to be dressed. Brady Mann's going to be back, punting the damn ball. Let's go Jets. Come on, Fireman Ed. I lean that way as well. I'll be on the Jets as well. And I'm, give me a little team total. It's not out yet. It's going to be around 17 and a half. Um, give me that over. Uh, Mike, Mike White and co. I think the, the key is, and I'm fucking pissed about it, is we, you told me he was in, uh, LaFleur was going to the booth two weeks ago. But because of the whole Mike White thing, we didn't have a chance to take advantage of it because we didn't know who the hell Mike White was. And it sucks because very rarely do you have insight like that. That's, that's insight that no one, no one gambling besides the true Jets fan has any idea about. And we had it. But because of Mike White, you couldn't just rely on him to, to you know, the backup quarterback who was undrafted. It fucking sucks because we missed our chance. But if they're going to hang a team total as low as 17, 18 still, I, I like the Jets to score 20 at home here. I know that Bill's defense is looking great, but you know what? They haven't played any great offenses yet, so I'm not going to give them too much credit. And um, LaFleur in that booth, man, since he's been up there, he looks like the best coordinator in the league. I don't think anyone's caught on to it yet. I don't think people the, – the common man doesn't even know who the fuck Michael Floor is. <laughs> so I, I, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bank on that team, to, team total over. Yeah, I, just real quick, I really don't even think this is a bad bet. Like mm-hmm. the Jets at home getting over 10 – with Mike White, who all in all he's done is short fucking sample sizes, move the ball and put the ball in the end zone. So I, I really don't think it's a bad play. No, no, not at all. Um, all righty. Good week there. Me and C-Mac will be at the game. Might check out the live periscopes from two drunken Irish yes, guys sir. in the parking lot. And um, I'll see you at Buckley, C-Mac. All right, bro. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Peace. Do 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 do